Sienna Marabella, and you're listening to the Honey Soleil podcast, bringing you all things wellness for your mind, body, and soul. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. I am here to do a whole episode on how to be productive and stay focused when you're working from home and how to efficiently work from home. Since we are all forced to work from home, if you have a job that you can work from home or if you're in college, everything is done at home right now unless you're an essential worker. But uh, the majority of the world is, well, I'm not going to say that. That's completely out of my ass. But a lot of people are currently working from home and I've been doing it for forever. I've never worked in a real office. I've only ever worked at home. So I feel like I am very well versed on this topic and I just want to share with you guys how I utilize my time and make working from home the best that I possibly can. Also, before we get into the episode, I'm so excited that I have just taken my finals and I'm finished with my first semester of college. I started late, so I started in the spring, but I'm so happy that I'm done and I finished with a 4.0 and I'm just so thrilled about it because you guys know that I started college late and like I'm 22 and I just became a freshman because I decided I wanted to go to college after not going. And so I'm really excited that my first, well, my first semester was actually super weird because it turned into online school, but that is okay. I'm really proud of myself for finishing with a 4.0 because that is the goal that I have for like my entire college career is to f- like graduate with 4.0s through everything, which I know that's really difficult, but I'm very determined. So I want to do that. Um, if you guys are in college, let me know what your guys's major is like anything about college, what you're currently doing. Let me know on the podcast Instagram. I love chatting with you guys and yeah, be sure to follow it. It's honey. Soleil podcast on Instagram. So peep that. But without further ado, let's just get into today's episode on how to work from home and be productive. So I have nine tips for you guys that are absolutely essential in how to work from home and set yourself up for an efficient day. Now, the first one is to wake up at the same time every day. This I find is super important because it creates structure in your day. And if you aren't used to working from home and you go to a job, you wake up at a certain time every day. You have to get there at, let's say, 9 a.m. every day. So you kind of want to improvise and create that atmosphere at home. And I think waking up every day gives you that sense of stability. And it also just lets you know, like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 7am. I'm going to do my morning routine and it's going to take me an hour. So then I'm ready to start work at 8am. It gives you a routine every day. And I know a lot of people love being spontaneous and like, oh, keep life exciting. But honestly, if you want to be efficient and maximize your productivity, you're going to need to create some sort of structure, some sort of routine. Now for me, because I've been waking up at 6.30 a.m. for like ever, my body naturally just wakes up without an alarm now at 6.30. But I usually give myself kind of a window during this time since everybody is, you know, going crazy with quarantine. I give myself between 6 and 7 a.m. is when I want to wake up. And that way I can go about my morning routine that I've created And then I can get started working. But I think that if you make it a point to get your sleep schedule on track and go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time every day, it's really going to help you flow through your day because it gives you structure. And I think structure is just like, oh, it's my favorite thing ever. We love structure. We love stability. I don't know. If you're type A like me, you'll love that shit. So waking up at the same time every day, 
absolutely crucial. With waking up at the same time every day, it's not going to happen if you're going to bed at different times. If you're going to bed at different times of the night, you're not creating a routine for your body. And when your body goes to bed at the same time every night, it automatically kind of gets on on board with waking up at the same time every morning because it knows the routine. It knows what you're, you're predictable at that point for your body. So for me, I like to go to bed at 11 PM to get up at like six to 7 AM. It's, it's the same for me every night and like, except weekends. I do give myself, you know, weekends, but this is about working from home. So on weekdays, weeknights, you want to go to bed at the same time. You want to create a night routine that's going to help you fall asleep at that certain time so that you can wake up the same time every day. And I just think it's absolutely crucial. I'm out of breath already. Wow. The second thing that you can do to help you work from home is to work out in the mornings. This is something that I have flip-flopped with back and forth on this forever. I am terrible at working out at home. And that is what this quarantine has done to us all. It's made us pretty much change our whole workout routine. If you weren't automatically working at home or working out at home and you were working out at gyms, this is a bit of a difficult one. But I think that setting yourself up for a workout in the morning, just taking 20, 30 minutes to get in some exercise is going to really, really drastically, really, really drastically. My English is delicious but it's going to drastically give you, what was I even saying? I honestly forgot what I was saying because I got too involved on the really, really drastically. Okay. Well, anyway, oh yes, it's going to drastically improve your mood. And that is what we are all about because I don't know about you, but for me personally, during this whole quarantine thing, I have been high key depressed, not wanting to get out of bed, not feeling productive, kind of dead inside. But I found out that when I work out in the mornings and I actually force myself because I used to do it based on motivation. I was like, oh, I'll work out when, you know, I'm motivated. And I'm like, this is not, I'm never going to be motivated during this quarantine. Like that's not going to happen. So by setting out my workout clothes in the morning on my nightstand and already planning what workout video I'm going to do or like where I'm going to get my workout from, it makes it so much easier. But the working out just gives you that extra boost in your mood. And that's why you want to do it in the morning because if you have like a big day of you have to do meetings and schoolwork and just work that you have to do at home, if you work out in the morning, it's going to give you A, energy and B, positivity and optimism because when you are working out, it releases so many neurotransmitters that are that are positive. So it's just a great way to get a mood boost and you don't even have to do an hour workout. Like no way, you can do 20 to 30 minutes. It's not that big of a deal, but as long as you're getting some form of exercise, this is going to help you. You could even just do a walk with your dog in the morning. As long as you're getting exercise in your morning routine and you're incorporating it in the routine before you start your day, it's going to really improve your mood and your productivity levels. Going along with that is to create structure via routines. You guys know routines are like my number one tip on this podcast. They're amazing. They really just make life so good, so seamless, um, because you don't have to think when you do a routine, pretty much your body goes into autopilot and you're just doing your routine, but it's healthy. It's mindful. It's great for you, but you're not really thinking that much. So routines create that structure that we need, especially if you're not used to working from home and you're like, how the F do I manage my schedule? How do I set up my time? How do I do anything at home? Because you're not used to it routines give you a little bit of a head start because you're starting your morning. You're not thinking about, okay, I'm going to wake up five minutes before my first call. 
Now you're setting up yourself to just do that routine, then you are going to work more efficiently and more productively throughout your day. So for me, my morning routines always involve healthy habits. I mean, like, duh. And that's why working out in the mornings is a good thing to incorporate into your routine. It's usually the last thing that I have in my routine, aside from like showering and getting ready. But getting a workout in is definitely a key part of my routine. But first I'll take it through my morning routine, just like what I'm doing right now during the quarantine to kind of like get my ass out of bed and actually work. So I'll wake up around six to 7am and I won't go on my phone as much as I want to. I'll go on it maybe for five minutes. That's all I let myself do. Check my email, shit like that, but it's really not that good to do. So try not to do it, but obviously everyone wants to, we have to keep up on the news. It's like an impossible thing to cut out of our lives. But anyway, go on my phone for five minutes, get out of bed, open the blinds because sunshine truly changes my mood. When it's cloudy out, I want to die. So the first thing I have to do is open my blinds fully. I go into the bathroom, I brush my teeth and something that I did to help me remember to take my vitamins is I put all my vitamins next to my toothbrush. That way, once I'm done brushing my teeth, I know that the next thing I have to do is take my vitamins and I can't really ignore it because it's right there. And if vitamins and supplements are something that you really need in your diet, there's something that's important to you you're going to want to put them in a place. It's all about environment. When you put them in a place that you're going to see them, you're going to do them, or you're going to take them. Because before, putting my vitamins in a cabinet, I would never remember to take them. Like They're not there for me to see. So putting them next to my toothbrush every morning has made it super, super doable and a very easy way to just take my vitamins every morning. Once I've done that, then I get my exercise in. I always have to take my dog out to the bathroom, but if I don't want to do like a full workout on the yoga mat 30 minutes, I will take my dog for just a really long walk. And this still gives me exercise. I'm still getting movement, which is absolutely crucial during this time, but it's either a long walk with my dog or then I come back and do a workout. And then after that, I just go straight into showering and getting ready. And getting ready every day is really going to help you feel more motivated because when you feel pretty and cute, like you want to do shit. I swear, I never want to sit around when I'm wearing makeup. I'm telling you, looking good will change your mindset. So even if you're not the type of person who even wears makeup to work, just do your hair a little bit. Brush your hair, put on some like chapstick lip gloss, like do what you need to do. Get dressed to make yourself feel like you're going to work because it's really going to help you feel like, okay, I'm dressed. I'm ready. Now it's time to work. That's what I do. It really helps me because the days that I'll stay in my pajamas and edit from my bed, they're never that productive because somehow I always get distracted and I take a nap or I play Animal Crossing or I watch Gossip Girl. But if I'm getting ready and I look ready for the day, I go into my office it's going to be a much more efficient and productive day for me. The next thing is to get up every hour to move around. You guys know that it takes a toll on your health when you're sitting for prolonged amounts of time. Is that even a real sentence? I swear, I can't even speak English that well. And it's my first language. Like, it's so sad. Okay. Anyway, if you're sitting for a long time without any movement at all, you're pretty much killing yourself, but basically, basically you're killing yourself. Your body just is not meant to sit all day long. And I know it's super appetizing. It's like really appealing, attractive. I'm looking for any synonym for appetizing because that did not work, but it's great to sit all day. We love it, but our bodies 
fucking hate it. They hate it. It's not good for them. So what I like to do is I'll set a timer either on my phone or I have this little time cube that's a white little kitchen timer. I'll set it for an hour and I'll do my work. I'll do my cleaning. I'll do whatever task I have to do. But then once that timer goes off, I get up for 10 minutes. So I'll either go stretch a little bit, walk to my kitchen, get some water, go to the bathroom. I'm essentially just making sure that I get up from my seat every hour and move around it doesn't need to be exercise. It's just like actually just, just move your body, like get out of the chair pretty much because sitting for so long is just not good on the body. We don't love it. So make it a point to get up every hour, whether this be setting timers or just looking at the clock, but always remember to at least stretch a little, get up, walk around every hour to make sure that your body is, you know, staying healthy. And it also makes you feel a little bit more refreshed because I know if I work like six hours straight and I take zero breaks, I'm going to burn out and it's just not healthy. So when you take those little 10 minute breaks, it's really good for your mental health and how you're working, like how efficient you're working. Going along with that, the next thing is to set timers to get work done. So for me, like I said, I set 60 minute timers and then I take 10 minute breaks. But here's a key like thing to do if you have a really hard time getting motivated, which I do during this quarantine. It's absolutely atrocious how little energy I have. But something that I do is I kind of not trick myself, but I tell myself, okay, Sienna, you are going to edit this video for an hour straight. That's all you have to do. If you don't want to edit after that, you, you don't have to, but you're going to edit for at least one hour. And I set the timer on my phone. I power through the hour. And then once I'm taking my 10 minute break, I am already in that flow state and I'm already productive. I'm motivated. I'm like, okay, I handled that. Let me take on the rest of my work. And usually it kind of tricks my brain into getting it all done by just starting. Cause starting is the hardest part. But if I can just say, okay, I'm doing this one thing for one hour. I don't have to do anything after I'm just doing one thing that is overcoming the whole obstacle of starting, because that is obviously the most difficult part to get around is starting. So if you just force yourself for one hour, you're going to end up feeling productive. Like for me today, actually, I was feeling so lazy. I didn't even want to record the podcast. I didn't want to do anything, but I said, okay, Sienna, set a timer for an hour and record the podcast. Or no, I did something before this. I cleaned for an hour. I said, okay, you don't have to do anything. Just clean for one hour. And if you don't feel like doing anything after, you don't have to. I was lying to myself. But after I cleaned for that hour, I was like, okay, well, the apartment's clean. Uh, Why not record the podcast? You know, I'm in a good mood now. So it's kind of a way to get yourself to do the hard work by just starting. It's like pushing yourself, but in a more gentle way, if you will. So just set timers to get work done and also make sure you're taking those 10 minute breaks every hour because it's just healthy for you. It's good for your mental health. It's going to just keep you working as efficiently as you can. Okay, guys, I'm going to take a quick little break and we'll get right back into the tips on how to work from home and be productive. The next thing that you're going to want to do to set yourself up for a good work day at home is to set the mood and the environment. So I believe that environment plays a key role in everything. Honestly, it really changes how you feel. Uh, If your apartment is messy, your room is messy, your workspace is messy, you are going to feel messy. Like your mental state is going to be 
chaotic and cluttered. So taking 20 minutes every night before you have your workday the next day to just tidy up, clean your office, clean where you work, it's going to really help you because when you wake up and you go into your office or wherever you do your work, it's going to already be clean. You're going to feel like you're going into an actual office because it is pristine and clean. And that was bars, but you're going to want to do that. And then also setting the mood pretty much for me, when I get into my office, I know that this is my space to work in. So what I like to do is I like to get my lemon water. I'll set it on a coaster. I'll set up my laptop. I'll get everything I need set up. I'll light a candle. I'll open the blinds in here. I'm pretty much just setting up this area and knowing that it's time to work. So when you set the environment and set the tone of the area that you're going to be working in, it really helps you kind of have a mood. It's a mood booster in my opinion. So that's why I recommend a keeping your space clean by cleaning every night for 20 minutes and then b setting the tone for what you're going to be doing. So like I love to set can or set candles. I love to light candles, turn on my diffuser, maybe put on some background music that's non-distracting. It's like jazz or it's classical, something like that. It really helps me kind of know that I'm about to work. I'm not just hopping into it. I'm setting the tone before I do it. And that's why I really like a clean environment where I light a candle. I diffuse essential oils. I have my cup of tea or my cup of coffee next to me. I have my laptop fully set up. It's just great because when you roll out of bed and you do things, you don't even roll out of bed, you just wake up and then do things in your bed. It just, it takes a toll on your mental state because you feel like, eh, I'm doing everything in one space. It makes you feel kind of depressed. Well, at least for me, it makes me feel depressed if I just wake up, do something on my laptop in my bed, and I never leave it. I feel like I'm doing nothing productive because I'm just staying in bed. Even if I'm getting work done, it just feels messy. I feel worse about myself. So the environment in which you work in really can help go from a shitty, depressed work workflow to productive and efficient workflow. I really need help with my English. I cannot speak eloquently. That is something that I'm like super insecure about is the way that I speak. I feel like it's not eloquent. It's ugly and I hate it, but I'm working on it, you guys. Yeah. So moving on to the next thing, and that is to eliminate distractions. They say, I don't know who they is, but I've heard this before, that when you get distracted, like you get a text message or something distracts you, it takes your brain 15 minutes to refocus. So if you're constantly checking your phone, you're constantly replying to texts, you're never really going to get in that flow state of focus. So what I like to do for this is to turn my phone on either do not disturb or airplane mode. I find the airplane mode is just a lot better because you really don't get any notifications. You don't get calls. You don't get text. You see nothing on your screen. It's basically like your phone is off pretty much because if you need your timer on your phone, then airplane mode is really good because you don't get any text messages. You get no notifications, but you can still use the timer on your phone, which is is very important. But I'm talking like, don't go on. Even if you have trouble staying off of certain websites while you're working, there are so many applications on either Mac and PC where you can kind of block all tabs. Like you can block certain websites for a certain amount of time. I don't need to use that because I know that when I'm working, I'm just going to stay on this one tab. But if you have a lot of trouble like staying off of YouTube or like Twitch or all kinds of stuff like that, maybe do that for you. Whatever you can do to help you focus, you're going to want to do that. And that's why I turn my phone on airplane mode. I turn it upside down. I put it in a drawer. I don't even look at it for the hour that I'm working because like, you know, the hour and then the 10 minute break, but 
for the hours that I'm working, I don't want to look at my phone because every time I look at it, I'm not actually focused. And if I'm constantly looking at distractions, I'm not giving my work my all. I'm not giving it my best because I'm kind of half there and half on my phone. It's just not going to work for you. So if you want to get things done quicker, eliminate distractions because you're going to work faster, better, and more efficient. And you'll be focused the entire time. You're not going to have something distracting you. Plus, a text message can wait. Believe me, whoever's texting you, they can wait an hour. It really is not that deep. It's not that serious. And I've learned that like, if you don't respect your time, no one else is going to. So make your priority eliminating distractions and it's going to help you work a lot more. Guess what? Efficient. I really need new vocab. Wow. Okay. The next thing that you can do is to designate areas of your home to certain things. I have seen this everywhere. A lot of people talk about this where you essentially designate one activity to the certain areas of your house. If you live in like a studio apartment and it's tiny, you don't have to designate rooms. Obviously you can designate pieces of furniture even. So let's just say you want to make the desk in your room strictly for work, the bed for sleeping, uh, the kitchen for eating, this one chair for reading. But if you have a bigger apartment and you have different rooms, for me, what I like to do is the bed is for sleeping, relaxing, and animal crossing, obviously. The office is only for work. I'm only in here working or doing schoolwork. So this is the productive zone. The kitchen, obviously for cooking, and animal crossing while I'm cooking. I know, I know. And then the living room is for watching TV, chilling, just socializing. I mean, back before quarantine, but you know, you designate certain areas of your house to different activities and it keeps structure. Again, we love structure, but it just gives you a sense of purpose throughout your house. And it helps you because when things are kind of cluttered and they blend together, like you're working from your bed, you're working in the kitchen, you're watching TV in your office, you're sleeping in your living room, it becomes messy. Everything kind of blurs together and it feels like you're just kind of in a hamster wheel. I don't know how to describe it, but to me, it makes me think of a hamster wheel. I'm just like in a little hamster cage. I really don't know where I was going with that analogy or that metaphor or whatever it was, but bottom line, you feel really messy when you do everything in every single room of your house, because then there feels like there's no purpose. You're overwhelmed and things just get messy. So that's why I do like working from my bed. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be super strict on this. I like working from my bed, but it's not going to be only where I work. I'm not going to only work in bed because it just makes you feel lazier. So when I get up and I go in my office, I know, Hey, this is the place to work. So that's what this room is for. I just think it can really help you if you need that extra help and you can't, it's harder for you to work in bed without getting distracted, then designate those areas of your home for different purposes. So again, if you have a smaller apartment or you only have like one room and it's a studio, designate pieces of furniture. So your dining table is only for eating. Your This one chair by your window is only for reading and lounging. And then your desk is for working, your bed is for sleeping, etc. You can really do with this what you need to for the current environment that you're living in. And the last thing that you can do when working from home is to reward yourself. I work very well with praise and I like rewarding myself versus punishing myself and being negative. I I don't think anyone works well with negativity. But something that I like to do is once my timer goes off for that hour and I take the 10 minute break, I'm going to do something. So I like to reward myself. So when I get 
X, Y, and Z done on my to-do list, I say, okay, if I complete these three things, then I can take an hour break to play Animal Crossing. And it makes me feel a lot happier because I'm like, okay, okay. I push through what I'm doing because I really want to play Animal Crossing. And rewarding yourself for doing the work that you need to is going to make it feel a lot more rewarding. (laughs) Funny. But it's going to feel a lot more rewarding because you're working, but you also are getting to do things that you want to. And you're not just working the entire day with no breaks, no fun. That's why rewarding yourself is just great because you feel like, okay, I can get through this work because I know that I have something super fun coming up in like three hours. That's why I will take, because I know my productivity levels. And for me, I work really well in the mornings, but then once it hits 1 p.m., 1 through 4 p.m., I have zero energy. So I have done this thing where I tell myself, okay, I'm going to work super hard from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'm going to work, get everything done that I can during that time, and I'll reward myself with that three hours of doing whatever the fuck I want. I could play Animal Crossing. I could watch TV shows. I could read. I could do anything I want in those three hours. They're mine. And that way, it makes me feel a lot better and I can power through the morning and then I get back up at 4 p.m. and I finish what I need to. It's usually like editing work or school work and stuff like that. But I gave myself that rewarding three full hours of just me time and it makes me feel refreshed and ready to take on the next, the next phase of the day. I think rewarding yourself is just a great way to keep yourself happy because if you're constantly working, you're busy, you're just doing things just to to grind essentially, you're not going to be as happy because you're burning out because you're not enjoying yourself. And we're in quarantine, like enjoy yourself, your home, like play Animal Crossing, you know, but it's about balance. I think everything is about balance. So those are my current tips on how to work from home and to be productive, maximize your work from home situation. I hope you guys are all staying safe. If you guys did find this podcast episode helpful, be sure to let me know which of these tips that you really liked or you're going to try out on the podcast Instagram or in a review even if you guys want to leave a review I would love that I love when you guys leave reviews they're just the best thing ever but be sure to follow the podcast Instagram which is honey Soleil podcast on Instagram I love talking to you guys on there and also my personal which is just sienna underscore Mirabella but I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will see you next Tuesday bye you guys bye